0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and goodbye to anybody standing in your way of being the best, healthiest, wealthiest, and sexiest version of yourself that you can possibly be. I'm Lauren Allen, and I'm your host, and this is the Hustle Like a Stripper podcast. My goal with this podcast is to enlighten you on some of the funny parts of stripping, what stripping is actually about. Maybe bust through your prior reservations with the occupation and the types of people that do it. Maybe bust through a couple of those stereotypes while we're at it and serve you up some confidence, business savvy, sensuality, and just helping you to live your most luscious lifestyle. Long story short, All of the things that I've learned in the club, all of the tips for making money, the tricks to marketing yourself, how to make more money and magnetize the type of clients that you want, all the mistakes that I've made, all of the fuck-ups I've had to endure. Well, I've already endured them, already done them. I've done them so you don't have to. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) I swear to God, y'all. I don't even have to try and sit down and think or brainstorm like, what is my podcast gonna be on today? What do I need to talk about? Like what's coming up? Because no matter how long I think I've been dancing, no matter how much I think I have it together, like when I'm thinking, damn, like I'm getting really good at this or I've figured it all out. Anytime I have any kind of comfort with that, I'm getting knocked on my ass and having to learn another lesson, which is so great. Because I think that is what makes a successful entrepreneur is somebody that can be knocked down, dust themselves off, get up and learn from that and do bigger and better the next time. Like not being just discouraged by being knocked down and having to start fresh or having to learn a harsh lesson resilience is key in business, whether it's the strip club, whether it's your online business, whether you own a shop, whether you're a health and fitness coach, it doesn't matter. You have to be resilient. You have to stick by what you offer. You have to stick by how much you charge. You have to stick by everything that you do, every choice that you make. You have to be resilient with it, even if people aren't tuning in, even if people aren't buying or liking You have to stick by that. And of course, as time goes on and as you learn and grow, you have to tweak things. And you may make mistakes and have to go back over them and maybe market your product better or maybe hit another niche audience. You know, there's always tweaks to be made. But in the end, you still have to be resilient with that because you have to be willing to look at what you're doing and be able to shift and up level to grow and move on to the next step so you have to be very confident and very grounded in what you're doing because if you're always second guessing yourself and if you're always doubting you won't be able to move forward and grow and transcend to the next level of your business of entrepreneurship and boy am I getting a chance to walk the walk after talking the talk you know I'd be preaching this shit I'll be putting it down with the positivity and the mentality and the no jealousy and shifting your perspective. And boy, did I have to do that this week, y'all. Fuck. So this story and this life lesson involves another regular of mine. And for those of y'all that aren't familiar with the strip club jargon or you haven't tuned in before, a regular at a strip club is just like a regular like anywhere else That you would work like if you are a server and you have your regulars that come in they spend a good amount of money and they always tip you really well it's the same thing in a strip club usually these regulars are girls bread and butter you know they always come in consistently they always spend a lot of money they always tip and usually you know you can turn to that regular in a time of need and say hey can you spot me some money can you help me with this usually they're willing to go above and beyond the club and kind of be not necessarily a sugar daddy, but, you know, have your back and, you know, have the cash to back it up. (laughs) But before I jump into this story, I wanted to give my two cents on the regulars thing because I was actually just thinking about this this morning because after these two experiences that I've had with these longstanding regulars of mine that have always paid me well, they've always tipped well, they've always treated me well, just these last experiences with them have made me kind of annoyed with the regulars thing, because I've recently had a couple of great weeks at work with no regulars at all, like just with people coming in, getting to know people, having a good time, you know, making money, and that's it, rather than having to keep up this relationship with a regular. See, what differs in this industry than with other industries where there are regulars, it does take quite a bit of emotional labor to keep up a relationship with a regular because usually, you know, you have to, you have to form this kind of trust and form a listening ear that makes them want to come back and makes them want to spend money. It takes a lot of finesse and it takes a lot of focus and a lot of patience, you know, they're... It's, it's tough, and you have to basically keep this person with unlimited resources and money interested in you and make them feel like they're heard and understand, understood and special. So yeah, the regular relationship in the strip club is a little bit more intimate and a little bit more complicated. It is definitely complicated. It's definitely delicate Because usually you're dealing with people's egos, their sexuality, they usually have problems at home, they're usually not getting the love or the affection that they need from their wives. You know, it, it is just a little bit deeper and a little bit more sensitive. But I digress. I was thinking about this today and how I've had great days without having any regulars come in. And the club that I'm at, a lot of girls... Are really serious about their regulars. They're always having people come in. You know, they spend all day with these regulars. And I think there might be a flaw in the system because usually it's supposed to be your regular comes in and you have a great day and that's that. But a lot of times these girls are investing all of this time into these regulars and they're missing out on so many other opportunities to make money because they feel the need to sit with this regular they've had for years that pays them pretty good but you know they waste two hours and you know they have to invest this emotional labor into it and they've missed out on hundreds thousands of dollars that's walking in and out of the door because they're so focused on maintaining this relationship with this person and today I was thinking about that and I'm like man fuck that (laughs) no I don't need regulars if I do have regulars that want to come see me and they want to continue on, like, that's, that's cool, I'm all about it, but I am really not actively seeking that kind of relationship because it's just too much. And as we're about to dive into now, this is the second time recently that I have been burned by one. Also, one more sidebar, I feel like the regulars thing, like being so focused on regulars... And always calling people in is another way of lack sneaking into the industry and into into our lives because, you know, when it's slow and there's not a lot of people in there, it's really easy to just dial up a regular and say, hey, come in and you know you have guaranteed money coming in. And of course, that's always nice. That's always great. And that's a part of the hustle. It's part of the finesse. But it is a lack state of mind. Like, oh, there's not going to be people coming in today, so I better call my regular and he'll come in and spend money. So it is a very sneaky way of being afraid of not having enough. So I thought that was an interesting take on the regular situation. But anywho. So I met this regular of mine a couple months ago. And he was about to leave the club when I came up to him. And he was so excited that I acknowledged him And he did a shit ton of dances and, you know, gave me a shit ton of money. (laughs) And he was like, well, I'm definitely going to be your regular now. Um, We exchanged numbers. And he started to come see me pretty regularly. And, you know, as with any person, they're going to have ups and downs in their lives. So he slowly started coming in less and less. And recently he told me he wasn't going to be able to come in for a while so he dropped some money in my account which I thought was pretty cool and you know said Merry Christmas but I'm not going to be able to make it in for a while you know things with the wife and my kid you know it it is what it is and I'm like I totally understand you know we can stay in touch that's fine happy holidays whatever the fuck and this guy is super, super nice, super, super respectful, has never even tried to cross any boundaries with me, has always been very sweet, very nice to talk to, like, pretty much a solid A-plus regular, which is why I was always down to spend maybe some extra time with him, and he even helped me out once when I was stranded, had a flat, he came and changed my tire for me and shit, like, so we, we were pretty cool, like, we had a pretty cool relationship. And I felt comfortable with him, and, you know, it was always fine and dandy. I'm sure to some of y'all this is sounding a little weird, like, okay, this guy comes sees you in the strip club, but also, like, change your tire. Like, that's kind of weird. But again, like I said, it's the nature of the business. These relationships that dancers, sex workers, the relationships that they forge with these regulars, it's just a little bit deeper, and it's a little bit more complicated and intimate. Even if you're not having sex with this person in any way, it still is an intimate relationship. So needless to say, when I went into work on New Year's Eve, I was surprised to see him there and he was sitting with another girl. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. And I walked by, I was going to pay my house fee and I sat there for a moment while I was waiting and I started to get angry. And I felt resentment creep in. And I started to feel jealousy creep in. Like, why the fuck is this guy here when he told me he wasn't going to be coming in? And here this girl is. She's getting all his fucking money. Like, what the fuck? So I had like a good minute or two of those kind of thoughts flooding my head. And then I stopped. And I took a deep breath. And I'm like, you know what? I can't take this shit personally. Why? Because this is very much a business relationship. Even though this may be a little bit different, a little bit more intense, a little bit more emotional, this is still a business relationship. There is a transaction. I cannot be jealous that some girl sniffed him out and scooped him up and is getting paid. I'm like, I hope she makes a fuck ton of money off him, just like I did. And I sent that out there and I'm like, you know what? I can't take this personal because I don't hold stake to anybody. I don't hold claim to anybody. Not everybody is going to want to work with me. Not everybody is going to want to be my lifetime client. And that's okay. We can't take that personally when that type of shit happens. Because every time someone that is not our lifetime client, that isn't our dream client, leaves our lives... That is making space for better clients and better people to come into our lives. So I had that moment. I was angry. I was resentful. I was jealous. And then I took a step back, took a deep breath, and I thought those good thoughts. I kept it real with myself. I'm like, it's okay to feel jealous. It's okay to feel disappointed. It's okay to have these feelings, but they're not real that is not the nature of what you're doing. That's not the nature of business. It's okay. There's no time to take things personal. So I paid my house fee, took a deep breath, went over to the table, said, Hey, how are you? It's so good to see you. And he was embarrassed. He was shocked. He was shy. I don't usually work on Mondays, so you know, he was shocked. And, you know, the girl who he was sitting with was kind of sheepish, but I'm like, hey girl, what's up? You look gorgeous. Just said a quick hi and a quick bye, walked on, sat at a table further away, and immediately got dances with somebody. Because I was able to shift my mindset in that moment. Because if I was pissed off and I was angry and resentful and jealous and I tried to go out there and be petty with them and ruin their vibe or fuck up her money or fuck up his day and make him feel guilty... That would have translated into my next interaction. And I wouldn't have made any money. But because I took the moment to be real with myself and my feelings, I was able to take a step back, confront, get over it, and move on and make money. And I had an amazing day. I had a fantastic day. Made tons of money without any regulars. And before he left, he came up to me and was like, Oh, hey, I... I got a little bonus from work, and I was able to come in, and blah, 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 and like, kind of, you know, just told me a story, and whether it was true or not, it doesn't matter, like, it's okay, like, whether that was true, and he just so happened to stop in, or if he was actively trying to avoid me, I don't know, but I realized in that moment that I don't care, (laughs) because I don't... Need to cling to anybody. I don't need to cling to any kind of success. I don't need to cling to any kind of security or money. We bid each other goodbye. I didn't have any ill will or feeling towards him or the other girl. I'm, I'm totally okay. And that was a big realization for me. Because I thought that I was, you know, living in abundance and feeling great and wanting everyone to be successful. But damn, sometimes it hurts When someone else is taking what you're used to or what you want or when you feel like they're doing better than you, that's really hard. But sorry, sweetheart, you got to get the fuck over it. That's life. And that's a beautiful thing because maybe we're not meant to surround ourselves with the same people, the same clients, the same things. Maybe as we grow and change and as we're doing different things, we need different people. I'm reaching a whole new level in my business, a whole new level in my life, in the industry, in my spirituality, in my love life. So maybe I need new people to come in. Maybe I need to let go of some people that I met in 2018. That's okay. And if that can be financially abundant for another woman, who am I to be jealous of that? Fuck that. Get get that money, girl. Fuck. (laughs) Not everyone's going to want to work with you. But that's okay. Do you want to work with everybody? Do you connect with everybody's work or everyone's purpose or everybody's attitude or outlook or personality? No. But that's the beautiful nature of being alive and being human is because we're all so intricately different with different experiences and outlooks and opinions. That's what makes it so great. But you got to stop taking it personally. When someone doesn't want to work with you, someone unfollows you, someone disagrees, you know, someone wants to work with somebody else if they think someone else is a better fit for them, and my strippers, my strippers, my dancers, you gotta stop being jealous of girls that may connect better with that regular than you do, or if someone didn't want to do dances with you and wasn't interested in you, but they're interested in someone else, you gotta get over it. You can't take the shit personally. Someone else's trash is someone else's treasure. You know, that's okay. You can't be everything for everybody. And you shouldn't have to be, you should not want to be because you're only one person. You are one person with your own unique magic and your own unique talents and strengths, but you can't do it all. You can't be everything for everybody. You're only one person. And you have your certain niche, those certain things that you do really well, certain things that light you up, certain things that make you happy, but it's not everything in the world. Not everything in the world makes you happy. You don't enjoy doing every last task in the world, do you? So why would that translate to business? Having to do everything and be everything for everybody. It's not sustainable, unfortunately, and sadly, it's not reality. Instead of focusing on what will make everyone else happy or what you think everybody else wants from you or what you think you need to do, you should focus on what makes you feel good. What do you enjoy doing the most? What do you do that will bring amazing value and happiness into other people's lives? Like how can you do what you enjoy and what you love and infuse that with such passion and power that it touches the lives of the people around you. That's the question to ask. Myself included, I have approached this in the wrong way in the past where I felt like okay, like what does everybody else need from me? Like what do I like what do I need to do? Like how do I need to do it? What will make people like me most? What will make people listen to me most? Instead of approaching it with the attitude of I am going to find what I do the best, like my unique voice, my unique flair, my unique talent, and I'm going to take that and do it to the best of my ability, and I am going to spin it in a way where I can inspire other people to do their very best or to do X, Y, and Z. You see, it's a very small shift because you're still serving, you're still finding value for people, you're still trying to tailor fit what you're doing for your audience, but it's a very specific set of talents, of goals, and of people that you are trying to reach and serve. Not, what will make everyone like me? What will get me the most followers? What will make me the most money? It is very you-centric. It's very you centric its very unique. That was corny, but I'm not apologizing for it. (laughs) Oh, but for real, y'all, jot that down. Write it in your journal. Think about it. Like, what do I do best? What makes me unique? What lights me up? What do I enjoy doing the most? And how can I make that valuable in other people's lives? How is that profitable? What do I have? What do I do that I enjoy that fills me up, lights me the fuck up? How does that translate into a sustainable business model? It's such a small, small shift, but when it starts with you, and when it starts with what lights up your soul and what fulfills you, that will only attract the type of people that will fulfill you. It will only attract clients that value you, respect you, and want to pay you well for what it is that you do incredibly and impeccably. So I'm sorry to break it to you, babe, but not everyone's going to like you. Not everybody is going to want to work with you. Not everyone's going to understand. You may not be able to keep all of the people that you like and want to work with, but that's life and you got to be able to get knocked down, dust yourself off, and move the fuck on and learn from that. Learn from the mistakes. Learn from the heartbreak. Learn from the rejection because I feel like rejection is just another way of finding abundance. You know, they say rejection is just God's way of saying wrong direction. You know, even if you're not religious, you can still take from that. Like, okay, this isn't the way I wanted to go. This isn't what I expected, but I wasn't going in the right direction for me. And that's beautiful. There's a lesson in it all. There's always something to take, even from what may be seen as a bad situation or an annoying situation or losing out on money or making a mistake, there's always something to learn. And you just gotta take the lessons as they come. I believe in you so fucking much, and I am so honored and blessed to even be here, spitting some knowledge at y'all, and giving you my humble stripper opinion. I am so grateful, and I am mostly grateful and proud of you for showing up today, for opening your mind, learning new things assessing new ideas and new ways of thinking that is beautiful and that is powerful I love you so 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 very much and I'll see you next time